Welcome to the Writer's Block Party Podcast with your hosts Meredith Bond and Prue Warren, where they discuss every aspect of a writer's life, from the craft of writing and editing, through publishing and marketing, and finally into building a global publishing empire. Here is Mary and Prue. Hello, welcome to the Writer's Block Party podcast. I'm Prue Warren, representing all the authors who uh, are still learning how to how to become a great author. And I am here with my sensei. Meredith Bond. <laughs> Meredith Bond, the wise and all-knowing author who answers all of my questions. Meredith, where did I leave my shoes? No, all right. Where were you all last right. wearing them, Prue? I know. <laughs> that mother gene in you <laughs> you have to say it um meredith today our topic was uploading the actual act of self-publishing yes. and i did my research because i am i have uploaded my first novel sin and the peanut butter cup ready to go on on all kinds of sites i've done the actual publishing of my own book which was exhausting and intimidating but i feel like you know i've I've published i'm going to give you my i'm going to give you my overview list i published at amazon Mm -hmm. ingram spark Mm -hmm. apple well no i didn't publish at apple but i'm working on it kobo and draft to digital so by the time i got to draft to digital and they did not automatically put me into the payment and tax page you have to go find it yourself on draft to digital I knew that I was missing because I had been through, I've been through boot camp, girly. I have mm-hmm. been through ignorant author boot camp. And that's I am awesome. here to share what I learned because I found some pretty fascinating bits and pieces. Excellent. Okay. Did you wait just one moment? I'm writing this down. I'm taking notes today. Mm-hmm. Um, so Amazon, Kobo, Apple, Barnes yeah. and Noble. No, because I drafted digital got it. The one you're missing is Ingram Spark. D2D and Ingram. Okay. Go. That's far. You gave me a list that included someone who would sell my books in China, and I haven't done that one yet. Uh, that Pub- would be Publish Drive. Right, right, right. right. Um, okay. And another option would be Streetlib. Okay. Which is, yep. which is also very strong in the international market. And you also don't have Google. No, I don't. Why not? I don't know. (laughs) Well, I feel like I'm so good at this now. Right now I know, why aren't you asking me for my tax information? Um, (laughs) Okay, I'll do the other three. I'll do the other three. Good. Um, But I had some interesting, I had some interesting experiences. First, first I want to walk you, the listener, through uploading to Amazon, because as I understand it, that's 80% of where books are sold anyway. Yeah. So Amazon is the big one. So, okay, here's my step-by-step. And Mary, for God's sakes, stop me if I'm telling people the wrong thing. Our listener deserves better information than just me. Okay, to upload to Amazon, first I cleaned my book, as you instructed me how to clean my book. Something went wrong with my italics. I had to reinsert my italics all by myself, but Never mind. 
Uh, I added formatting for my text conversations. I imported it into Vellum. And then I found, you know, you and I need to do a whole podcast on front matter and back matter. Oh, yeah. What a fantastic yep. idea. Yep. Because, holy smokes, there was a lot. Uh, and you were in the middle of the night in Vienna. And fortunately, Mindy Klasky was awake. <laughs> Good. <laughs> she, sent me, she sent me a list of, of front and back data that I just absolutely stole. Okay. Oh. So then I chose my styles and vellum and that was fun. And I hit the generate key and made the book. Ha! Okay. <laughs> then I uploaded it to Amazon and then I realized that all the text formatting had been cleared and the book was not what I wanted. Oh no. So well, that's when I came to you and said, Mary, help me. And then I bought Juto and started working with Juto and couldn't make it work and went back to vellum and reformatted everything by hand. <laughs> it was you know what it was just like uh it was it was a new territory this is i'm so I was sorry vasco da gamma in wherever he went i was like making things up as i went along oh, eventually so i know <laughs> but isn't this just like this is this is this is innocence turning into an experience so okay i went back to amazon I had your finished your finished ebook. Finished. You had finished. an EPUB or a Mobi? Both. Vellum generated EPUB and Mobi. What's more, Vellum even put those things in folders called Amazon, Kobo, um, Apple. So when I went to upload, I didn't even have to say to myself, I wonder if that's the EPUB or the Mobi. I went to the Apple folder to upload to Apple. I went to the Kobo folder to upload to Kobo, which was a very nice nanny right a nanny yeah. came along and helped me you this one dear okay good okay now i my amazon experience is incomplete as a podcast because i had uploaded a placeholder a couple of months ago mm -hmm. so i was not completely starting from scratch okay so to edit that i'm reading my notes as i go along because this has been so confusing that i literally had to take notes I went to bookshelf on Amazon and scrolled down to your books and I selected sin and the peanut butter cup. Mm -hmm. Okay. This was interesting on what to do. The, that book was set to promote and advertise. But if I clicked on the three dots next to it, this is one of these things. It's like, there are just, you just have to know what you're doing. This is not intuitive. Uh, you click on the three dots next to it, you get to edit ebook content. Exactly. <gasps> oh! exactly. <laughs> it took me a long time to find that. Oh. Let me just click on the little, it took me a long time, right? So, uh, I'm so sorry that you didn't oh, call but, me. <laughs> but <laughs> don't you think our listener is not going to be able to call you either? So, That's I mean, true. there is a lot of stumbling around, but okay. Okay. Um, so you clicked on the three dots and you found edit content. Edit ebook content. I could have edited an ebook cover, but the cover was, I had done that earlier. I still had 21 days to make changes from my publication date of January 12th. So I was still in the right window. Now it asked me if I wanted digital rights management, which was something about book piracy. I mm -hmm. selected yes. Is that right? I, that's a personal choice. I always select no. Oh shit. It doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference, honestly. Um, the 
digital rights management is supposed to encode your book in such a way that a pirate cannot bullwhip it, cannot huh. steal it. Okay. But pirates are smarter than that. And they know how to outwit this. And so all it does is add one more step to the piracy. And they can easily get around it, which is why I just say, nah. Don't worry about it. Make a difference. Okay. Well, it doesn't make, then I'm not going to, then I'm not, then I, then I, don't worry. I retract my shit. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Then I uploaded my Moby version. Mm -hmm. Uh, I launched the previewer to look at everything as if on Kindle. I did a save and continue. I did not do KDP select because you and I have discussed it. It's not a valuable thing for someone who only has one book to sell. I'm, right. KDP select would be good if I had a book that people read and loved and then immediately went to pay full price for my regular book, my other books, but there's just one. So I, that's it. Um, I chose to let Amazon sell my book in all territories. You think that's right? Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. can I take one step backwards? Yes. Okay. Yes. So when you upload your book, either for the first time or as you're doing the second time editing what you've already uploaded, the very first page you get to tell asks the author for their name, for any other contributors you can choose. Most people don't put in any unless you have a co-author. Huh? Um, you put in um, your book description. And you need to put in seven keywords, which we have discussed on this podcast. Then you, you know what? You know yeah. what? You know what? You know what? What? Uh, give me to the next page of notes because all of this that I've been doing has been for the ebook, but the public for the print version. You should have did all had to do it a second time. I had to do it a second time for the print version. That's very interesting. Okay. Hang on for just a second. Okay. Okay. So you put in all of your keywords. Yeah. And then you have a choice of categories, which are kind of the BISAC categories, but not really. I got and it. you can choose two. Yep. Yep. Right? Okay. Let me, I can, I can. Okay. Let me do, hang on. Let me, let me just keep going on the ebook. Yes. Uh, okay. Royalty and pricing. Okay. If you choose to price your books between 99 cents and $200, you can get 35% of the price. My book is $2.99. And at 35%, I'm going to get $1.05. But at 70%, I'd get $2.04. Yes. But to get the 70% royalty, the book must be priced between $2.99 and $9.99. So I'm going with not with 70%. Duh. Now, I discovered a disadvantage to the 70%. Oh, allow Kindle book lending. Preset to yes, mandated if you go with 70%. So if you go with 70%, you have allowed Kindle book lending. Uh, I don't sometimes. care. Yeah. yeah. Well, in, in my case. Yeah. Then um, hit for your the international prices. Oh, oh, my God. When I get to Ingram Spark, you and I are going to have a little chat about international prices. Tell me. Okay. Before we do that, for Kindle, for KDP, for the international prices, and actually for all e-retailers, when you get to those international prices, you need to adjust them. Oh. Okay? And you can do that. There's a little, small little words that say something like show all marketplaces or something like that. 
Yeah, yeah. I've seen, I've studied it. Yes. Amazon, just international prices. Yes. Okay, good. Tell me why. Okay, because when you, somebody in a foreign market looks at the price of the book, it needs to look like a normal price. Okay. And in. Oh, 268. It needs to look 299 or something. Precisely. It needs to be that. Also, what you probably want to do is make it a, a price that, that's correct for that place. Okay. So, um, in India, all prices are whole numbers. You don't have any cents. You don't put in the cents. It, people just, I mean, you just don't. Okay. So instead of You're a. so valuable to me. Wait, just don't even say another word. I happen to be on KDP right now. And we're going to go and look at, I'm getting out of promote and advertise. I'm going into edit ebook pricing. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Meredith. This is like, I'm sorry, you're just going to have to be online with me at all times. Okay, <laughs> royalties and pricing. Your book file after Amazon, that's not what I want. Okay, other marketplaces. Yes. Okay. Okay, in so how India, much in India? How much is 220 it? 220 rupees. Okay, so instead of 220 rupees, make it 250. <laughs> You're very valuable to me. 220 becomes. Or if two- you want to make it cheaper, you can just make it a straight 200 rupees. Um, That's up to you. Uh, do you really feel like a lot of people in India are going to be buying my book? I'm going to do 250. It's okay. very exciting. Then, okay. then make it 250. Amazon UK, UK. $2.20. What? Okay. How much is the, is your US dollar price? 299? I would make it 299 in pounds as well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're used to spending more money for books. Okay. Uh, DE, I assume that's Germany. That's Germany. For all of the European countries, make it the same as your American price. Really? Really. Actually, okay. that means that right now the exchange rate in Europe is really horrible for Americans. It's like a dollar twenty euros per dollar, which is horrible. So right now Europeans are going to get your book for a good deal. So, but, right. but the exchange rate fluctuates. So on average, it's somewhere between a dollar five and a dollar twenty. So if you make it the same price, it'll look fine. This is very valuable to me. Okay. So just go through all of the European countries. Okay. How about Japan? Japan, nobody's going to buy your book. <laughs> so they don't care that it's 308 yen? I'm just going to change it to 300 yen. That's perfect. Uh, what is Same BR? with Brazil. Amazon BR. Oh, is that Brazil? That's Brazil. Again, nobody's going to buy your book. 1515. I'm changing it to 1500. Okay. That's good. And CA must be Canada. Canada, um, just round up or round down as you wish. Um, sometimes it has to be like 49 instead of 99. I do that, but you can do 99. I'm, I'm currently at $3.80. What do you like? Oh, yeah. So go to 99. So go Three. for 399. Okay. Mexico, I'm assuming. 59. Yes. Nobody's and nobody's going to buy your book in Mexico. Okay. We'll make it $59. Or whatever pesos. Um, yeah. AU was that Australia or that Austria? Is Aust- that is Australia. 
Okay. This says three ninety nine in Australia. Yeah, that's but well, must be three ninety nine to eleven ninety nine. So this is the lowest possible price. Oh, so maybe you want to make it four ninety nine. Yeah, because I'm going to sell so many books there. Yeah. Okay. Now, what we've done here may make my brain collapse because if I recall correctly, you told me that my Amazon prices could not be higher than prices anywhere else in the world. That is so true. now I've got to go back to Ingram Spark and change all these prices to reflect the international pricing. Well, on Ingram Spark, you're not uploading your ebook, are you? Yeah, you're I did the- both. You did both? Yeah. Oh. Do you think that's a mistake? Need you attached at the hip to me. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I've never published an ebook to Ingram Spark because you've already, you're already going direct everywhere. So you don't need to be publishing the ebook through Ingram Spark. Only use Ingram Spark to publish the print book. Damn. Okay. All right. Ingram Spark only. Unless they offer you markets that you can't get to otherwise. Well, how the hell would I get to any of these? <laughs> I have never, I haven't even tried to publish an ebook to Ingram Spark, so I wouldn't know, I'm afraid. Okay, I'm writing down this, these numbers, Brazil, yeah, write down those numbers. Uh, which is really fun for everybody listening. <laughs> uh, 399. I don't think Ingram Spark asked me about any of these other ones. Australia, 499. Okay. Okay, well, that only doing the print version would simplify matters tremendously because when I got to Ingram Spark, it gave me prices for Ingram Spark to distribute my ebook as well as Apple to distribute my ebooks. And their automatic prices for Apple turned out to be lower than the ones for Amazon, which I knew would make Amazon mad. So I had to increase the price on. It was a mess. It was a mess. But now you're telling me that I'm just turning off. Yeah, just turn that off. Okay, I'm just going to turn that off. Actually, get me a highlighter quickly. (laughs) Turn that off. Okay. Well, my goodness. I think I I hope I just simplified your life a little bit. Well, you complicated my life in simplifying it. So hang on. I'm saving. I'm submitting for pre-order so Amazon remembers all of my um, yeah all of my international prices. and we did all of that because the numbers were weird otherwise. My Kindle book has been submitted. Very good. Done. Okay. I'm going back to my notes now. Okay. <laughs> this, this whole thing is exhausting. Okay. <laughs> now, print on demand button for Amazon. Yes. Okay. I had to uh, ask Vellum how many pages my book was. And the answer is 312. And then I had to go back to the cover artist and say, my book is 312 pages long and it's five and a half by eight and a half. And I'm printing on white paper and she Uh worked her magic and sent me the print on demand cover that I needed. And that was the last step of what I needed. So then I was listeners, please note that your print on demand cover must be a PDF. Your cover designer has to send you a PDF for you to upload as your cover. That is all that they accept. Very good. It is very so good. important. Okay. All right. Okay. So I went, this was, this was setting up a new book because I hadn't done print before on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So 
there are, there are chunks of information that you have to fill out. The first one is the paperback details. You have to verify the primary language, tell, tell the title, the series and an edition number, mm-hmm. list the author and name, list the contributors. There, I have none. Mm-hmm. Put in the book description. I just used my back cover copy. That's, exactly. that's what I want. And I was aware that the first little chunk is what shows up on the page. So that has to be where all the heat is. Nice. Push everything up front, um, above the Seymour tag and verify that I hold the copyright. Mm-hmm. Selected my keywords. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you my keyword now, Meredith, because I know you're fascinated by my yes. choices. Yes. Tell me seven keywords, rom-com, mm-hmm. humor, mm-hmm. happily ever after. Short-term memory loss. That's my <laughs> out of the blue, right? Someone Googles short-term or puts short-term memory loss. Maybe they'll need a little, if they're dealing with that and a parent, maybe they might need a little happy romantic comedy to go along with. Sexy romantic comedy, romantic comedy books, and funny happy romance. There's a lot of repeated words in there, but That's fine. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. That's fine. My browse categories are fiction subset humorous mm. and fiction subset romance subset romantic comedy perfect okay does this book contain language situations or images inappropriate for children under 18 years of age i chose no because Good. i didn't want them to limit me but frankly there are some scenes that you don't want an eight-year-old reading no. so i hope i have not contributed to the delinquency of a minor i don't think so okay Save and continue. That's a big moment. Next chunk, paperback content. Do I want to use a free Kindle ISBN or my own? And I happen to have had this discussion with my sensei, Meredith Bond. I have purchased my own ISBNs from Bowker.com. And I have two because I need a different one for the ebook than I needed for the print version. Mm-hmm. Um, so I copy and pasted my print ISBN onto Amazon. And then it wanted me to list my imprint. And this caused a hang up that was very hard to discover because I used my author name instead of my legal name, which is what Bowker had. But I didn't discover this mistake for quite a long time. Anyway, list your imprint, find out what Bowker thinks your imprint is because they'll chip. Um, I set my publication date for January 12th. Uh Now, print options. I chose black and white interior with white paper. I could have had cream paper or a color interior on white paper, and I have no illustrations, so black and white is fine. And I, I think that's probably the cheapest option anyway. I don't know. Cream paper pa- costs the same, and it's a slightly thicker paper, and some people prefer cream paper. I think I prefer white paper. It's just a personal choice. I and think you, I def- you definitely don't want a, a color interior. That'll magnify the cl- the cost of the book by uh, so much you don't even want to think about it. All right. All right. Um, the trim size, I chose five by five by eight by five because that was vellum's default and that's good enough for me. I didn't want to mess around with changing the sizes. Um, they gave me the option of selecting different sizes and vellum also would have set it at different sizes but I'm, I, that's like grad school and I'm still in high school. I can't handle. So that's what I did. Bleed settings. My cover has ink all the way to the edges. So I chose bleed PDF only as opposed to no bleed. Well, okay. good. Sure. It's a, it's a full bleed. My cover's a full bleed. 
Your cover is a full bleed, but the internal inside isn't. That's what it said. Bleed PDF only. Okay. Only the PDF is a full bleed. So that means the ink will go all the way to the edge of the page. In fact, it'll go a little bit past the edge of the page. So when they trim it, ink goes all the way to the edge of the cover, which is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, paperback cover finish. I chose glossy over matte. Yeah. Because I think glossy covers pretty. Yeah. It totally depends on the genre, really. And sometimes, you know, your cover, whether you want a matte cover or not. Okay. Then I uploaded the print version of the manuscript, which Vellum created for me. I had to ask Vellum specifically for the print version, but it made it for me and then I could upload it. It's also um, a PDF. It's also a PDF. That's right. Yes. Um, then I uploaded the cover, which was a PDF print on demand cover, which means it includes the spine and the back cover as well. Mm-hmm. The spine particularly is why the cover artist had to know that it was 312 pages long. Exactly. Okay. Now they said, check if your cover includes a barcode. We'll add one if you don't. I don't have a barcode. They had to add it for me. Right. Okay. It's processing my file. Uh, it launches the previewer. It's preparing my book. It's looking for cover quality issues, manuscript for quality issues, saving. These are all the things it was saying to me while it was right. uploading everything, saying, I'm checking this. I'm checking this. I'm checking this. Ah, it did it. And it then it tells you print. to, it tells you to get a sandwich, to grab a cup of coffee. <laughs> right. Um, then it gave me the print preview and it's been looking at it and it said, we didn't see any issues that will be, that will be problematic. And I had to look at it myself. So I had yes. to look at it and make sure my text conversations were once again in, in the sans serif font. And it was everything looked good. So I hit approve. Excellent. And I was back to the main screen, which was the summary. Mm-hmm. Based on my choices, my printing cost was $4.59 per book, which seemed significant to me, but what do I know? Time for save and continue. And now I'm on to the third chunk, which was paperback rights and pricing. Meredith. Yeah. <laughs> so confusing. Okay, I selected all territories worldwide. Yeah. Did you ex- select expanded distribution or not? Oh, expanded distribution. Uh, I'm not selecting this because I'm doing Ingram Spark and I think they might object. Exactly. Very good. Oh. You aced that one. <laughs> if you're going with Ingram Spark, do not select expanded distribution. If you are not going with them, do. That's outstanding. You make me so happy. Now I, I don't need my highlighter. Um, the minimum price for my book is seven dollars and sixty six cents, mm-hmm. and the maximum is two hundred and fifty dollars, which amused me. <laughs> okay, if I price my book at seven ninety nine in print, I get twenty cents at a sixty percent royalty rate, and nothing at a forty percent royalty rate. Uh, and the prices went up from there. At eight, at eight ninety nine, I got eighty cents, and at nine ninety nine, I get a dollar forty. All those numbers were so ridiculously low that I decided, and Meredith, you can, you can change this if you think I'm wrong, but I decided that as this was my first book and I'm dangling the lure of, I love this author before everyone, I was going to set my price as low as I could, not to 766, but I set it at 799 because people who bought that book didn't, don't know that I'm a good author. And I didn't want them to, I mean, 999 for a paperback. It's been a long time since I bought a paperback. I do all the e-reading, but 
that's ridiculous. I would object <laughs> to be my favorite author in the world. So I'm set at $7.99 and going for that 20 cents profit. Okay. Um, and at that price, I get no royalties from other marketplaces, which I'm assuming is the international ones. I don't care. That's fine. Just read, just buy the book. Um, terms and conditions that can take up to 72 hours for your book to be available for purchase. Uh, until then, the book status will be in review on your bookshelf. As it happens, I did this five days ago. It's still under review. So after you and I finish blogging, oh, I'm going to ask Amazon to call me and tell me what's going on. It's as we record this, it's only two days before Christmas and they may be, you know, a little busy, but I'm still going to call and find out what's going on. Okay. Yeah. That's a good idea because it should only take 24 hours. Yeah. It's, it's taking a lot longer than that. So I'm probably done something wrong and I'll need to fix it. On the other hand, you did not want your book published until January 12th and I, you, and by publishing this, it will be available for sale. Before you that. mean the, the, the print, print ones won't. Oh, so maybe it's in review because it's not January 12th yet. No, no, because it should go up for sale anyway. I thought it gave me the option to say what the date was. I don't care. Never mind. That's fine. Well, you More should people. call them and find out. Okay. I'll call them and find out. Um, I can request printed proofs. I can author, author copies once, once it clears review. Um, and now I'm clicking publish your paperback book. And the next word on my notes is exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Please okay. fix the highlighted areas to continue. I see no highlighted areas. That's when I had to call Amazon and they said that I had the wrong imprint. Oh. So, uh, okay. All right. Okay. That's, that's the end of Amazon. Okay. Author copies. Okay. There are two different things. There are author copies of your book, which is just you paying for the cost of the actual physical book. And you, and when you buy author copies through Amazon, it puts that number of books into your regular Amazon shopping cart and you buy them and you get your copies of your books. Or you can order a proof. If you order a proof, it will say it, they print on the cover and around the whole damn book, proof, not for resale. Aha. Uh -huh. So it don't order it on the book. Okay. <laughs> don't order thinking you're going to give it to your mother. Yes. Just buy the book. Just buy the book. Is the proof free? No, you have to pay for it the same as the other ones, but they print on it. Do not for resale proof. That is, that is the voice of experience there. I can tell that this was. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i was really annoyed <laughs> okay i have babbled on about amazon for almost the entirety of our time so i'm just going to say ingram spark the amazon notes were four pages long the ingram spark is seven pages long ingram spark hides things they hide things and then you say go ahead move on to the next section so that you're not done you have to put in this information and there's no place to put in that information it is un friendly this is an ingram spark is unfriendly yeah so damn that one was really hard um but ingram spark will put me into various european markets um they'll sell in the uk in europe in australia in canada and their global connect program goes into countries and they gave me a list but i didn't write them down so okay other other they have an other category and that is the physical book that is the physical, that's the physical book. Um, Meg Napier, mm -hmm. who I love, uh, 
has gotten an invitation to um, to present at a book independent bookstore, and she invited me to go with her. Uh, so yes. I'm going to in February. I'm going to be at a book event, which I've Yay. never done. I'm going watch some book events to find out if I'm supposed to tap dance or something. Um, but they won't let me in if the only place my book is available is Amazon. So Ingram Spark became moved up on my list because I had to get uh, a print version available to the world to buy that didn't come through Amazon. And that was Ingram Spark. Ingram Spark will do that. That independent bookstore can go to Ingram Spark and order my book. They don't have to um, go to Amazon. I spent, I think it was $85 to put an ad in Ingram Spark's um, it was called, it was called Overdrive. It was a newsletter that goes out to booksellers and librarians and stuff. Yes. So indeed. I did buy that. Um, oh. do you have any thoughts on that? I do not. I have never okay. done so. So I can't wait to see how that goes. Well, will I ever know? Well, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. What you'll happens. see sales. I'll see sales. Okay. Well, that would be good. All right. Um, then very quickly, I'm going to tell you about draft to digital. Mm-hmm. And draft a digital after going through all these other steps. <laughs> Apple, Apple said, what is your social security number? What's your tax ID number? What number do you pay taxes under so that we can submit that to the IRS? And I told them and they said, okay, we'll get back to you in two weeks. Mm-hmm. They have to verify who I am. Nobody else has to verify, but Apple has to verify. Yes, you told they're me about, special. You told me about this months ago and I thought I had got the process rolling and I hadn't. So now I'm sitting around twiddling my thumbs, but draft to digital said, that's okay. We'll sell on Apple for you, which made me laugh because Apple won't let me in by myself, but apparently they will on draft to digital. Yes. And I made it through Kobo and Kobo was happy. And then I went to draft to digital, which sells on Kobo and Apple. And I just got an email message this morning from draft to digital that said, you mentioned Amazon in your page that says, please write me a review, which I did. I wrote a little thing that said the Amazon algorithm will like me more if you write me a review. So Kobo and Apple are rejecting you. Kobo has already accepted me and Apple doesn't know who I am. So I think one hand is not talking to the other, right? I just think that this is a whole sea of confusion. Uh, And the lesson learned is, don't mention Amazon in your copy. Uh, and my friend Elizabeth Salo is writing this gorgeous series of books about Amazonians. She's got no. Amazon. Oh, women. no. I don't know what's going to happen to her. <laughs> what's going to happen to her? Well, this will have to go before a court of appeals or something. So that's where I stand at the moment. Um, it's been exhausting. <laughs> yes, it sounds like it. Exhausting, but I do feel like I'm getting better and better and better at this, and that each time I go through, I'm getting a little better. I've got, I've got all the things I need, which is to say, my tax ID number, my ISBNs, my book description, my bio, um, PDF versions for print, Mobi and EPUB versions for various sellers. I know which goes where. I'm. My, I have made a huge amount of progress. It's, it's taken years off my life to get this, in, <laughs> to get this experience, but there it is. And that is as much as I think anybody else other than me could stand to listen to on the subject of publishing your own book. So there.
<laughs> well done, Prue. Well done. <laughs> do you have do you have words of wisdom before I go lie down in a dark room with a cool cloth over my brow? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I think you've done a fantastic job. You have made it. You've done it. You have published your book. Celebrate. No, not until I get Publish Drive, Street Lib, and Google under my belt, too, and Apple, and figure out, oh, never mind. There's a lot to be done. Make um, sure that you don't publish twice to some of these places, because if you go through draft to digital and you've gone through, gone direct to Apple and Kobo and Barnes and Noble, make sure that you're not publishing twice. So either, so when you upload to draft to digital and tell them where to sell your book, make sure that you do not include in there the places where you are going direct. Shit. That was the question that I, I've been asking. Like I have, uh, Kobo yeah. is clear. Good on Kobo. Right. Draft so don't digital sells to Kobo. Right. So, so now I have to go take that off. Tick, take that off. Untick that box. And the same with Amazon and the same with, um, well, at the moment you do want to sell your, by the time your book is published, you will have your account at Apple set so up. Take so untick Apple. Well, it's interesting. Apple and Kobo were the two places where the words Amazon in my, in my bag for reviews wouldn't let me publish. So. Maybe I'm not going to do anything at all. So don't do it. So through draft to digital, you only want to publish um, either you where can I'm do. Not, I'm sorry. Where I'm not otherwise. Where well, well, let me ask not this. Otherwise. Let me ask you this. Ingram Spark had me buy an ad in Overdrive. They're, they're a newsletter that they send out to various retailers. Right. Draft, draft to digital seems to also provide books to Overdrive. It does. Overdrive has a magazine and it has a store. Do I, so do I have to tell Ingram Spark not to do Overdrive or do I have to tell draft to digital not to do Overdrive? So tell, since you're already going. I'm buying an ad on Ingram Spark in Overdrive. I should take over off of draft to digital. Yes. Man, this is gripping podcast stuff, isn't it? Don't you think everybody's on the edge of their seats going, oh, tell me more. <laughs> okay, the answer so is... So for Overdrive, for Overdrive, you can um, maybe on Ingram Spark check to see whether Overdrive is only ebooks or whether it's a physical book as well. Well, Ingram Spark would be physical, not ebook, wouldn't it? Yeah, but then you do want Overdrive and Draft to Digital because that's only ebook. You're hurting my brain. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so my ISBN for ebooks is appropriate in Ingram Spark. No, no. In draft to Digital. Yes. And the print ISBN is going to respond. We'll leave that alone. Yes. Stet. Okay. Yes. All right. You can All also right. get to Overdrive through Kobo, but you're going through Draft to Digital, so don't worry about it. Um, another you're thing, like level. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> another thing with Kobo is that they have a subscription service in Europe, in a few countries in Europe. I think in the Netherlands and in Belgium and maybe one or two other countries. It, they do not require exclusivity like Amazon does for their subscription service. Use it. 
sign your book up for Kobo's subscription service called Kobo Plus, I think. Oh, I saw that and I did not sign up for it. Sign up for that because in the Netherlands and some other European countries, people really use these subscription services a lot. Awesome. Okay, I will. Awesome. Highlighter, highlighter. Yes. Color that one in. Yeah. Okay. As usual, by the end of our podcast, my brain is a sponge just loaded with fluid. I can't hold another drop of information. Next week, I think we're talking about getting reviews, how to get reviews. How Does that sound appropriate? Yeah, I'm, just kind of, I'm a little bit interested in that topic myself. And according to our schedule, we will be producing that one on the 8th of January. My book will come out four days later. So getting reviews, <laughs> I want, want. So our listener should uh, send in any questions. Absolutely. Although we'll have recorded this before your question come in, but you can send questions in and we'd love to hear proof of life. <laughs> and you could rate us on who, what, what can you rate on? You can Which, rate us on Google play. You can rate us on um, podcasts, the Apple podcasts. Excellent. Excellent. And so you should listener dear. Um, and uh, tell your friends, tell your author friends. Here we are. Yeah. Here we are. We're friendly, unintimidating. I make huge mistakes and Meredith doesn't laugh too hard. <laughs> Come along with us on our journey. And, Meredith. And join and tell us about your journey. Yes, because we about. want to know. Yes. Don't we though? Don't we want <laughs> my misery loves some company? <laughs> All right, Meredith. My brain is full. Okay, Prue. Go forth. Uh, I think, I believe we are actually posting this one on New Year's Day. Oh, is it? So, no, it's the week after. I have this down as 1 1. Oh, well, if it's the week after, then. Happy <laughs> New you. Year to everybody. <laughs> happy New Year to everybody. Or happy week after New Year to everybody. Yes, because I think we, we're recording two weeks before we actually upload the podcast. Okay. All right then. To hell with you all. Sorry. Deal with your deal with your new year as best you can. <laughs> 2021 <laughs> has got to be better than 2020. Oh, do not tempt fate. <laughs> Let us hope 2021 is better than 2020. Thank you, Meredith Bond. I've loved you. talking to you. Thank you so much, Brew. You did a lot of really good work today. Thank you very much. Bye. <laughs> That's it for the Writer's Block Party this week. We don't want you getting so drunk on knowledge that you can't drive your laptop safely. But next week we'll be here before you know it, so check out the website at thewritersblockpartypodcast.com. One word. That's where you can find our archive of past podcasts and a place where you can get in touch with Mary and Prue or ask questions for the next podcast. Write with joy, friends, and see you next week. Bye.